Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. The boundaries of our normal day have almost dissipated. And it is, I'm speaking to a lot of people, you are doing it, I'm doing it, where that day is just sort of turning into 24-7. There's nothing else to do. So it's like, oh, well, we'll just fill it up with work. And whilst you and I both absolutely love what we do, I think that it is still important that we do step away from our computers and do take time out for ourselves because otherwise it impedes our creativity. And I think at a time right now where we need to be innovative, be creative and look after ourselves, it's really important that we, that we notice that these boundaries are slipping and start to implement them back. Thought Leaders Business Lab is for you, the business owner, entrepreneur, the expert in your field who wants to be seen and heard as the influential thought leader in your industry. My name is Samantha Riley and I've been building and growing businesses for over 26 years and I've learned there are three key areas to your success, your mindset, your talents and the people you surround yourself with. Each week, I interview successful entrepreneurs and deep dive to discover the exact strategies that they've used to build their business so that you can experiment and implement these strategies in your business too. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome to another Thursday episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I am your Thursday co-host and joined by the... I don't know what to say. The tired or the effervescent? I was going to say the effervescent. And then I thought, no, the tired Tim Hyde. I thought you were going to say that as well, actually. I was going to go, hi, I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> but normally my name is Samantha Riley. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm a little bit worried about this episode, Tim. Uh, are you? I am a little. When, especially when I'll have to dump myself in it. Tim came up with an idea for next week's episode. I went, that's great. And the next thing out of my mouth was, so what are we going to talk about next week? <laughs> oh, anything could happen today. This is going to be interesting because today we're actually talking about productivity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I think that this is really cool because I want to be really raw and open and honest and vulnerable today and talk about how Things are in our business because you and I are both extremely um, strategic people. We plan a lot in advance. We have everything systemized. We're very productive. And usually, uh, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say usually. Great, great my, big caveat there is usually. <laughs> the wheels have fallen off my little van the last week. <laughs> but it is we, we've we've kind of we're in this point where we've been in this sort of little like a washing machine almost for such a long time now that all the days are starting to merge into one and people are going a little bit crazy. The, you know, the conversations on the home front are a bit nuts. You know, you've had your kids at home and thank God they've gone back to school a little <laughs> bit at least this week. 
Um, but it has been this, this period of time that's a little bit unprecedented, at least in my memory, about how we've had to operate. Yeah. I think for me that when, you know, when everything, I'll say, you know, hit the fan, you and I were very much, okay, what needs to be done? Make sure our clients are looked after. It's just game face on. And I think for me personally, the last couple of weeks, I started to sort of feel, okay, I, I can breathe a little bit now. I know that they're looked after and there's still so much to do and I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, it has, been. it has been. We've gone through this period. <clears throat> we were talking a couple of episodes about sort of stages of grief. Right? And, and certainly at the start, we were all action stations. Everyone was action stations, right? The number of people I spoke to were talking about, oh, my God, I'm getting completely overwhelmed by the amount of content that's going out on, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. And we, every time you turned on the news, it was another kind of crazy story about something being shut down and some civil liberty, civil liberty being taken away from us. And now we've got to this point where we've gone, now what? Mm. Right? I'm about to sort of take this bit of a breather, but there's still so much to do because mm. now, of course, the conversation is not what do we need to do to survive, the conversation as we start to get some of these civil liberties back, certainly in Australia, uh, about what do we do next to now slingshot out of you know, this, this period. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about how to set up your ideal day at a time that isn't normal. And I know that normal, you know, is a very fluffy word. I mean, what is normal? But I don't know how else to describe it, but it's not right now. <laughs> no, no. And, and, and normally when we talk about an ideal perfect day and an ideal perfect week, we would be saying that this is your template that you apply to every single week. Mm. And I think we need to give ourselves a little bit of slack and a little bit of permission mm-hmm. right now to relax and just go, okay, if I can just do wake up today and say, what does my ideal day look like today? Mm-hmm. We might actually uh, get to achieve that and actually take the pressure off ourselves a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you want to connect with me, Tim Hyde, head over to winmoreclients.com.au forward slash connect. Or if you'd like to connect with Samantha Riley, you can find her at samantharileyglobal forward slash connect. So we've come up with uh, five different ways that we're, or five different things that we're implementing in our day to get things done, but also I think not just get things done, but also look after ourselves because, you know, it's something that I talk about a lot is if you don't look after yourself, then, you know, you're helping no one. And even I have dropped the ball a little bit lately. So even a couple of weekends ago, I did sort of sit down and had the conversation with Leon and say, okay, I've looked after everyone else. I really need to make sure I look after myself now. So some of the things we're going to talk about are some of the things that I've implemented and you've implemented some different things in your business too. Absolutely. Now, the first of those is that morning routine. Now, we've talked about morning routine before quite a bit as part of our Ideal Perfect Day uh, and our day-to-day sort of operations, and we're still doing that morning routine. Mm -hmm. Has yours changed, Sam? It isn't as consistent as it was. That's what I would have to say. It's not as consistent as it was. Probably it's not helping that it's got cooler 
not freezing cold like Canberra. I know that I'm a bit spoiled up here in Sydney, but as it's gotten cooler, I've noticed that it has changed a little bit. I'm also starting work earlier than I used to, like my calls are starting earlier. Uh, but I am still making sure that I have time to have my breakfast and my coffee with no tech. I don't look at my phone, making sure that I'm still journaling, I'm still meditating. I'm not yogaring every day like I was but we're still getting there a few days a week. And I think that it's really important that I don't beat myself up over that because that could potentially mean that I don't do any yoga or start to spiral into some sort of, you know, not great place and rather go, you know what, I'm getting it done three, four times a week. We're still getting to the beach a couple of times a week for a walk. You know, that's a good week. My morning routine has completely gone out the window. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm generally starting at seven in the morning and working through to six at night, just about every day of the week at the moment, which is a yep. little bit crazy when I think about it. Um, and I can tell, I mean, you can probably tell from my voice right now, it's a little bit, <laughs> a little bit croaky and I'm probably, I, for me, I think I'm burning my, I'm, I'm burning the candle at both ends. In fact, I've just this week had to go and get glasses, um, because I'm finding so much of my time is now sitting in front of a computer and like literally everybody I'm seeing is it kind of arm's yeah. reach contained in little Zoom box yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the participants chat and share screen button down the bottom? But it is this 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 environment where we've, we we we're seeing everybody contained within this little box uh, about how we you know how we engaging with with so many people, and it does make for this kind of extraordinary times. Mm. I think I've got a little pink unicorn on your on your uh, on our run sheet. <laughs> <laughs> that's how crazy are, it is you are a pink unicorn that's right we are finding sort of a strange pleasure in small things <laughs> but i think uh you know that's important and i i think i'm noticing the fact that i am missing my morning routine in my productivity mm-hmm. even though i'm kind of doing so much more like it this morning i just had so much going on in my mind i was awake at 2 a.m and had to come into the office and like if you saw my whiteboard right now, it's literally got sort of 16, 17 projects on it with who's going to do them, when they're going to be done, what resources they need. And I just had to have this brain dump of stuff that was going on because mm. I just couldn't keep it in my mind. Mm-hmm. And every day because I wasn't sort of stepping away from stepping away from work to do my normal morning routine, I was kind of finding it a little bit overwhelming. It's just sort of adding up and adding up and adding up and adding up. Mm. I think that... Um the, the, the boundaries of our normal day have almost dissipated and it is, I'm speaking to a lot of people, you are doing it, I'm doing it, where that day is just sort of turning into 24-7. There's mm. nothing else to do. So it's like, oh, well, we'll just fill it up with work. And whilst you and I both absolutely love what we do, I think that it is still important that we do step away from our computers and do take time out for ourselves because otherwise it impedes our creativity and I think at a time right now where we need to be innovative be creative and look after ourselves, it's really important that we that we notice that these boundaries are slipping and start to implement them back Mm, absolutely and look we're going to go into more of those in a sec I think you know for me my end of day routine is as much disrupted as my beginning of day routine my end of day routine you know, typically involves, and particularly as we come into winter, it involves basketball, it involves rugby coaching a couple of times a week. I generally catch up with mates once a week as well. And that's, you know, that's been taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do, I think we do need to kind of 
I guess, self-reflect on how that's actually affecting our, our relationships with other people as well. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have these kind of escapes, these unwinds and wind-ups in the case mm-hmm. of morning routine, we've got to be a little bit cognizant about how that's affecting us and how we relate to others, particularly, mm-hmm. I guess, particularly our family. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so, so important. Yeah. So do you think that even just having this conversation is even just what you need to be able to, to shine light on the fact that you are missing it where you may not have realized enough to bring something back in? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Number two. Number two, plan ahead. Uh, now, this one's really interesting because you and I are, you know, very strategic, like we said earlier, and both of us do, pl- you know, our planning for the year, the year before. So my plan for 2020 was on paper in October 2019 hilarious <laughs> because it's gone out the window <laughs> so, much for, so much for that plan i, I do think I, we do i do think we need to give ourselves permission to bring in our again give ourselves permission uh just to bring in our plans so if you wake up in the morning and go what's the one thing i'm going to achieve today right mm-hmm. put it on a post-it note stick it on your computer write it on a whiteboard in big bold letters and just give your permission self permission to do that one thing but even if it's not planning ahead two, three, four months, like you might kind of go, this is really what I should be doing. Just give yourself permission to plan ahead a week. Mm-hmm. I think for, for us, and when I say us, myself and Leon, we're back to planning a month out, two, two, two weeks to a month out. We're back at March. It was like, what's happening tomorrow? But we already are understanding that we need to make the best use of this time so we are planning a month out. And I think that um, as time goes on, we'll be able to plan a little bit more. But not flying by the seat of your pants will help you understand that there is still some control, that you haven't completely lost control. Well, we, we're, we're you know, in the process of delivering our knowledge business launch formula at the moment. Mm. And even there, we planned out a month in advance. We knew exactly when we were going to deliver it, when we needed to catch up and do our planning for the next session when we needed to find time in our day to kind of help our students as they go through that process as well. Mm. And that created these big rocks, I guess, around some of the other things that we can go, okay, I know I need to do those things. Anything that doesn't fit into that delivery for my clients and it doesn't deliver, it's not around, you know, my sacred selling time or my prospecting time. You know, I've got those other blocks. I mean, I'm still using color coding quite extensively in my, in my diary as well, just to make sure that I've got, it's those big rocks there that says this is when I do certain types of activities. Mm, I like that. I really like that because the rocks are the non-negotiables and your business can feel like it's slipping away or feel really uncomfortable when you're not dealing with the rocks where if the small pebbles are the ones that don't get noticed or don't get attended to, it's not that much of a drama, you know, oh, that just gets added to the to-do list tomorrow, but you know, it's not a major thing. And um, a saying that a, a really good friend of mine said to me last week, which I've implemented uh, in my business, is someone else's emergency is not my emergency. And it's I've really, really, really brought that into my day-to-day just of recent times. I've deleted the Messenger app off my phone. So people can still contact me if I've got Facebook open on my laptop. But if they contact me, and that laptop's shut, I don't even see it. And I feel so much better. I feel like I can breathe again. 
So one o'clock is definitely sacred time. <laughs> one o'clock is definitely sacred time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. One of the things I've actually uh, actually started to implement, and I was reflecting on this because I, I changed a lot of my meeting appointments to, to 30-minute blocks with no buffer, literally 30-minute, 30-minute, 30 30-minute. Oh, 30 ouch. I know, right? Mm. Um, <laughs> tell you what, you get a lot of stuff done. <laughs> Right when you've only got thirty minutes and you've got to be really on point, but I think it does. In reflection, I've noticed that I'm actually getting really worn out, and literally my day is literally back to back thirty minute appointments. Yeah, and you're probably I know this because I've done it too. And you look at the end of the day at the list that you've been scratching out as people have been talking to you, and then you have to start implementing it because some of that stuff you can't do while you're having the chat, and then you know two hours later you're still shooting off emails or. Yeah. You know, even just sending off messages for the team for the next day. That, that's right. Well, I've I've uh, <laughs> my, I've noticed the the size of unread emails in my inbox is slowly creeping up, and I might even not even get to them until sort of six o'clock at night. I've done that back to back, and I think we we I went to myself just to slow down a bit and block out hour blocks for meetings, mm-hmm. and only have a forty minute meeting, mm. so that you've got that. Yeah, a little bit of sort of run over time, but you've got that sort of 15, 20 minutes where you can kind of go, I just, I don't, there's no actions arising from this appointment. So I can just sort of chill for a little bit, get a drink, go for a quick walk around the block, mm-hmm. um, you know, stretch, whatever mm-hmm. you happen to do. Or you've got that opportunity to go, okay, there's an action arising here, so I can actually put it into place right now and then sort of get it off my plate. Absolutely. Right, so although you might feel like you're not getting as much done, I suspect you're probably actually going to get more done. I certainly noticed doing just half-hour appointments, I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting any work done. Having a lot of meetings, but not a lot of work. Yeah, I definitely put uh, started putting more time in my calendar a couple of weeks ago because even things like, you know, I actually record a podcast episode before we record this every week and I, they were coming back to back and I wasn't getting to eat and sometimes I wasn't eating from, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning till 5 at night. That's not productive. My brain was a big fuzz. It's not healthy. So I was going into keto at that point. Oh gosh, no! I think I was just going into meltdown. I was angry. It was not good for anyone. No, yeah. so so I had noticed that a couple of weeks ago, and definitely blocking out more time in my calendar for exactly like you say to take a breath to do whatever it is that I need to do. So I think if people really need you, they will still find time. They'll just find time in another week's time, you know, another week or two out. Yep. Everyone will be fine. Absolutely. Number three, our favorite. Oh, this is systems. Systems. We are relying in on systems in our business more than ever because it is so crazy busy. Anything that's not a system. I think Leon's about to throw the word system at me. Because I'll say that didn't go right. What's that? Is there a system for that? <laughs> um, definitely, definitely be recording yeah. everything you do right now. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm actually in the process of writing a book right now, and one of the sort of the diagrams that I've got in this book really sort of I think articulates this really well. We talk about how we turn awareness into profit, and there's this box in the middle that could represent a little sort of machine, and that machine is full of cogs. And when we're in the machine, we typically get very dirty. We get a little bit beaten up by all the cogs and it's very hard mm-hmm. to kind of see what's going on, right? Because it's dark and messy in there. And in the process of doing so, yes, we can deliver custom outcomes that it continues to drive awareness. But the more we take ourselves out of the machine, 
right, and work on the machine with our little oil can and we can replace the rusty cogs when we need to, the more likely the machine is going to work more effectively. Mm -hmm. right? And that's what represents our system. So I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, one of my staff was, was um, uh, fell ill with COVID. Luckily, mm -hmm. she's recovered right now. She's back. She's back to work. In fact, I think she was going slightly stir crazy of not being able to do anything for such a long period of time. <laughs> just champing at the bit to sort of come back into it. But because I had built some systems around her activities, I was able to very quickly swap in a new staff member who literally had the automations in this case, mm -hmm. telling him what to do on a sort of daily basis. And each of those tasks had not only the instructions of how to execute, but also videos attached that if he wasn't really sure, he could go and watch the video and see that activity as well. And that's what we mean by systems. And the more systemized our business is, the more likely we are to be able to kind of continue without interruption and take us out so we can actually do what we really want to from like our business, which, is clearly, which is clearly drink wine and walk on the beach. <laughs> I don't need more wine, but more wine time would be nice. <laughs> Uh, right so systems are absolutely critically important right so start to look at in your business right now what are the things that you do over and over and over again and just sort of jot down you know as you do it right just sort of twice a day put in 10 minutes and just go okay what did i do this morning what was and, and write that down and you'll start to notice some commonalities of things that can probably be systemized into your business you will find if the more you do it the easier your business becomes Absolutely, definitely. And those systems then you can use to outsource those tasks to other people because if there's something that you can outsource for $4 an hour and you're not doing something that you could be earning $500 an hour, then you're, you're losing a lot of money. But also it's not the best use of your time. It's probably not tasks that you actually enjoy. So if you want to set up for your ideal day, you want to be doing things that energize you, not deplete you. Yeah, you've got to remember that your your business has 160. One of the resources that your business has is 160 hours a month of your time. Absolutely. Right now, you can spend that, or you will spend that in your business every single month, and that's a nicely replenishing resource. Right? But ultimately, you know, you want to be able to. What's that rule? The smart people spend money to save time, and poor people spend time to save money. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Same thing applies to business owners as well, right? Yeah. Make sure you use that 160 hours you have of resource, your resource in your business in the most effective way possible. That was actually one of the very first bits of business advice I got from my first business mentor who was actually my boss at the time. Um, and he took me under his wing. I was, you know, a teenager. And I think he thought, wow, pretty cool that a teenager is interested in, in learning about business. And one of the first things he said to me, to me was, Always hire the best person for the job, even when they know more than you, they're the best person. And I've always stuck by that so that I can then just show up to be the best person that I am. We don't want to replicate me. There's just plenty enough of what with one of me. Yes. <laughs> Told you I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number four is sprints. Now you may have heard of this term before. Uh, but sprints are short, focused bursts of activity where you turn off all of the distractions to get one particular task done. Mm -hmm. right? And if you don't get the task done, here's the, here's the real kicker with sprints. If you don't complete the task in the time frame allotted, you stop. Absolutely. And you can train yourself. Uh, I work 
in I do sprints. This is how I work all the time. You will start to learn how long they are, even if you're not consciously thinking of it. And it's amazing what you can get finished in a sprint just by, you know, putting your head down and getting going. And the way that uh, there's lots of apps that you can use, like I think Pomodoro, um, all sorts of different apps. The one that I use is Brain FM. And I just set, you can set it for 30 minute sprints, hour, two hours. Uh, you just set it for how long you want. You put your earbuds in and you just get going. And this, t- oh, I think it's the, the most productive way to work. Yeah, but definitely make sure that you turn off all the distractions. <clears throat> so yeah. turn off the notifications. There's another one popping up on my computer right now and another text message coming in because they do all the time. But every time we sort of start to pay attention to that little thing, it's actually taking our focus away from the activity we're trying to do. And it takes that moment to get back up and running, right? This idea that we can multitask is rubbish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nobody can multitask. Absolutely. So Not it seems like I'm better at sprints than you because Facebook for me is shut. Email for me is shut because we're doing an episode and my phone is upside down so I can't see it. Stop looking at your screen. I saw your <laughs> eyes going in. I'm going to have to train you. I was just seeing if I actually had Facebook open. I don't have Facebook open, but the <laughs> notification does pop up still. <laughs> Uh, I know that I am like a, a, you know, a squirrel, like, yeah, my, my brain always goes everywhere else. I know that I have to switch everything off. Otherwise I can't concentrate. So that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Now, number five, nice, easy one to finish off. uh, And that is to block out sections of your day. Mm, I think that what you said before, Tim, about putting the big rocks in your calendar in a different color is is awesome. I actually don't do that. And I I hadn't heard you say that before. And I think that's a really, really cool, cool idea. I like that. Um, Yeah. So one of the things I've done this for quite a while in my calendar is I've actually color coded free time in my diary that just sits there on a recurring basis every single week. Mm -hmm. So Monday morning is completely blocked down for calls with my key referral and strategic partners. Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, right. I do have my downtime blocked out in my calendar in a different color. So I do have that. That's right. Likewise, Friday afternoon for me is blocked out and people can't book into my calendar on Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And so I've met, and now that I've got that sort of basic calendar framework done, so I know when my sales calls are, I know when I do my client work, I know when I work on my business. So there's sort of four things, right? Downtime, you know, partner communications, work on business, work on client stuff. And sales, right? So it's just sort of five sort of key activities there. Mm. Now they're all they're all kind of color coded in my diary, but they're just marked as free time. So someone can book in there, and I can certainly put stuff in there if I want to. But it's um, your decision. But it's just my decision whether I want to sort of do that as well. Mm. And now I've, then I've, what I've done is then mapped up in this case my Calendly. If you've got Acuity or Time Trade or some other sort of online booking system that you use, you can say, well, I I, I know I need to make my time available for certain appointment types that fits into that framework, right? Mm. Rather than just saying you can book in at any time in a, you know, 15 minute increments, mm. right? It just allows you to have that little bit more control over what your day looks like rather than being proactive, rather than being reactive to what your customers want. I think there's another section that needs to be blocked out here over and above work and that's self-care time. And this is probably something that you and I need to pay attention to a, a little bit more. And and I know it's not just us. It's it's a conversation that I've had with a lot of my inner circle just in the last week. You know, I think that a lot of people have been 
just being stoic and and really you know carrying that flame i guess to make sure that our clients are all okay and the conversation that i've been having over the last week with people is i need to actually take some time out for myself i'm starting to feel tired so i think that blocking out time to take out some some self care i mean I, I don't know is there anywhere in the world that you can get a massage at the moment not sure um but even just taking some time out and sitting in the fresh air or, you know, spending some time with your partner with a bottle of wine or whatever it is, taking some time out. I did once think that I should get a, a live-in massage therapist. Oh, God, that sounds good. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like even over, over and above a, like a housekeeper or a chef or a gardener, <laughs> a live-in massage therapist would have been good. I would, I'm with you. I would take that number one. I actually don't mind cooking. I don't mind cleaning because I don't have kids in my house. I did have a cleaner when I had kids, but now it's, it doesn't bother me. But a massage therapist, no, that sounds fantastic. Right. Life, hashtag life goals. Absolutely. Household, household stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just go back over those five points. Number one, have a morning routine. Number two, plan ahead, even if it's only a few days. But as you know, as we're moving on, the more you can plan ahead, the easier life will be. Number three, systems. Number four, work in sprints. And number five, block out sections in your calendar. Good tips. Now, next week, of course, we're going to get into something else again. And we actually expand on one of those and that's outsourcing because uh, and how to manage a virtual team. Sam, you have just employed three new virtual <laughs> assistants. Have. Yes. Um, In the last couple of days, we've taken on three new team members. I have brought on two uh, <laughs> in the last, in fact, I'm about to bring on the third in the last month as well. Um, and all virtual, all in different yeah. countries from me. Uh, I think as are yours, Sam. So we're going to talk about how to manage this virtual team, how to get the best out of them, where should your expectations be about what they're going to deliver and how best to uh, get the result that you want from your virtual team. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you liked this episode, please like, share or comment with your network. And of course, if you haven't joined the Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook, please head over there and join us for our conversations regarding these episodes. See you next week. It's been great to hang out with you this week, Tim. You too, Sam, as always. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining in, everyone. We'll see you next week. Ciao.